What if there was a place for wanting it all meant getting it too? New Cape Line Sparkling Cocktails are swooping in to transport you to a seriously delicious paradise. They come at you with all the flavor you want and nothing you don't in margarita, hard strawberry lemonade, and blackberry mojito varieties. Plus, they're made with just six simple ingredients and nothing artificial. Welcome to having your cake and eating it too. Head to capeline.com and find out where you can get your hands on the go-to drink of the summer. Welcome to Cape Line. Celebrate responsibly 2019 Cape Line Beverages, Memphis, Tennessee. When hunger strikes, just remember this set of numbers, 90, 10, 1. 90 calories, 10 grams of protein, 1 gram of sugar. These are the numbers of Protein One, a bar that fills you up without loading you up. Available in four tasty flavors that will help kick your cravings. Try Protein One for your next snack emergency. Available at all major retails, Walmart, Target, local grocery store, and Amazon. Right. Hello. Welcome to Bachelor Party B-Sides. I am Roger Sherman. I am not Juliet Littman, if you could not get that. She is not here. So we are going to steal this platform to talk about a show besides The Bachelor. I am here with Andrew Gretadaro. And we are going to talk about the new show that's already swept Europe (laughs) and is now possibly sweeping America. We haven't figured it out yet. Love Island. Yes, my favorite thing in the world. I'd say like I'm a Love Island fan and you're like straight up a Love Island aficionado. You're like, you're, <laughs> you're way too deep down the well. We, yeah, we, we talked about it a little bit before recording this and I sort of sort of outed myself and got a little bit embarrassed about how much I knew. This show has been on the air in England for I think four seasons. You've seen. Yeah, they're on the fifth now. And these are, and it should be noted, the thing about Love Island is The Bachelor is 10 episodes to 12 episodes, two hours each. They record it several months ahead of time. Love Island is a show that is on every night of the week. <laughs> <laughs> it's on every night of the week for a whole summer, I believe, in, in yeah. Europe. Here, we just got, a, I think, a month of it. And it's happening every day like in real time and you can sort of vote on what's happening and uh, the the premise and the reason it comes up here for our Bachelor Party B-side is the premise is not too different from Bachelor in Paradise, yeah. which has become as popular or it has a fandom on the level of The Bachelor. But I kind of like this one better. I kind of like Love Island better. This is how I came to it because I was talking about Bachelor in Paradise with someone and they were like, oh, you like this. Like, let me tell you about Love Island. And I resisted a little bit because you go on Hulu and you look at the season and it literally is 45 episodes long. <laughs> 45 and you're episodes. like, this is a this is a task that is too much. But, you know, you start watching and I I am either proud or ashamed to say that I've watched three full seasons. And I am deep into the fourth season of the UK version. There's a moment where it's like, should I watch one season of Love <laughs> Island or the entirety of Breaking Bad? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and you're like, huh. I've, mean, gone, I've done the latter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've done it former. four times. I've done the former. Yeah. <laughs> there, are, there are all <laughs> sorts of prestige television shows out there that you've just never heard of because you've devoted <laughs> all your time to watching like trashy people from Liverpool get it on with trashy people from Cornwall. 
I have no regrets. I'm just going to say. No, it's a great idea. I I really loved the one season of Love Island I watched, and I'm glad it came to America. Because it's, it's different enough from the current reality TV show offerings. It's, a, it's, a, it's meaner. It's funnier. <laughs> and the British version is great because it's, it's British. Should we, should we just break down how this show works? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. I, I was trying to think of what, to me, makes this show special, what makes it stand out. Um, one of the things is it's just the, the fact that it's all kind of happening in real time. Yeah. These people show up and they've already watched like all of the things that have happened with the other people on the show. And they're ready to pounce on particular people that they're interested in. We haven't quite seen that on the American version yet. No, but it's a huge... So, yeah, like, you know, it starts with 11 people and they have to couple up and, you know, then they are presented with, do I actually like this person? Um, While while just being in a a villa that they can't leave. Oh, yeah, they're trapped there. I've I've been told that the clocks are all purposely set to different times so that you don't know what time it is. You have to wear bathing suits all the time. Um, I didn't know it was mandatory. <laughs> I just assumed that they like the bathing it's, suits. It's a mandatory. Um, but also, I assume that you know it's just it's just the most comfortable outfit for these people because they are all extremely good looking. They're all on Instagram. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're they pretty much were born on Instagram. It's, I feel like it's safe to say they also seem to know each other often. Yes, like that's something like, that connects it to Bachelor in Paradise, I think, but in a different they way. Like, like a guy will come on the show and they'll be like, oh, I saw that guy at a club in Ibiza like two weeks ago. There are only they're so just, many hot people in the United Kingdom. Yeah, that's a good point. And I, I but, haven't noticed the American people knowing each other yet because they're dealing no. from a crowd of millions of hot people as opposed to, you know. <laughs> that's a great point. A few thousand. But yeah, so, so uh, you know, they frequently send new people into the house to sort of shake things up because people do get set in their, in their couples and they'll just send in someone who's like extremely hot that they know like two guys are going to go for. And... These people come to the come to the villa with receipts <laughs> because they've been watching the show for the for the whatever like five to six days that it's been airing before the before they get tapped to go on, which is something that the Bachelor doesn't have, and it's remarkable to see it play out. It's weird because you're you're when you watch the Bachelor, this is something that happened months ago, and you figure yeah. everyone has kind of sorted things out by now. When you're watching this show, you'll you'll see someone uh, lie to someone's face, <laughs> right. and like you know it, and you can see when they go off into another room and talk to someone else, you can tell that they're lying, and you know it. And there's someone on the other side of the world in Fiji who's being <laughs> lied to that doesn't know they're being lied to, and mm-hmm. that's I love I love that dynamic. When you talk it's about a- the fact that they're locked into the houses, by the way, it's funny because <laughs> they send them to these tropical paradises the the american show is in fiji the british show is in mallorca still yep it's in spain yeah and they're not allowed to leave the house so like they can there's a beach somewhere near them that they can't go to it's the the uk one like it looks like they're just in the desert like they built a house in the desert they're like (laughs) on a hill somewhere they might have neighbors they might not have neighbors it feels it feels like it doesn't feel like a, an island, you know. Yeah, it's it's definitely 
it's um they're in like this like suburban home <laughs> that has right. 12 bedrooms and has a pool <laughs> and has a fire pit and has a workout station of course we should say it has 12 beds, one bedroom. Sorry, yes. There's one bedroom. <laughs> Huge difference. Sometimes they let people sleep. If you win like a prize, you can sleep in the bedroom alone on the American yeah. version, the hideaway. Um, so that's like a, an added thing. That's the, the fact that it happens in real life, I would say, is the number one thing that separates it from other shows. Second, yeah. I feel like the thing that separates this from The Bachelor is Love Island is in on the joke. Yeah. You know, sure. when I first, before I watched The Bachelor regularly, I'm now a professional Bachelor watcher, <laughs> but that's only been the case for like four or five years. You're doing great, Raj. Thank you. Um, before that, it was, I thought it was this show that people watched because they genuinely like were interested in who the person ended up with. Yeah. Which is true to an extent. We watch, we want to yeah. know who Hannah picks. But so much more of it is about ragging on people and roasting people and laughing at mm -hmm. the entire ridiculous thing. It's sort of, I compare it to wrestling a lot, where yeah. people would say to fans of wrestling, uh, do you know that this is fake? And they all know it's fake. And people tell me, oh, do you know The Bachelor like right, doesn't yeah. often breaks up with the person they pick right afterwards? And I'm like, yeah, I don't care. I'm here to make <laughs> yeah, fun of it. That's not it. Yeah. Love Island is entirely like there to make fun of the people with you. They have a commentator who is just like roasting these people at yes. every juncture. And I feel like that's crucial. It really is. Uh, his name is Ian. He is ex also extremely British as as the show is. He's Scottish, I think. Scottish. I'm sorry, Ian. I apologize. They're, they're, no, British and Scottish. A, a Scottish person is British. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I, I, uh, I uh, just want to be want to be uh, specific to Ian because I do have a lot of respect for him. He's from Edinburgh, but yeah, you're you're right. He uh, he's kind of like the chorus here, and he's speaking for the audience. And when someone is is bullshitting or just like acting like an idiot, he kind of sets up the scene and calls them an idiot even before the viewer has a chance to. And and I think that's to me. The most, like, the most entertaining parts of the show is him. Yeah. And, and I, you, you've seen once the first season, right? Yes. The writing gets even better as the seasons go on. Like, I don't know who, who's in a writer's room, like, coming up with jokes, but they are freaking awesome and just, like, so biting and so funny. The American version has kind of tried to carry on with that tradition. They're clearly going yeah. for it. And I think yeah. they're maybe trying a little bit too hard with it. I, I would agree. But they've there there have been some one there have been some moments. Like I, I think the first time they sent two people on a date and the date is just them sitting on a table <laughs> slightly farther away from anyone else. He's yeah. like, This is the finest restaurant in Fiji, the Cafe de la One table. And yeah, I was like, right. nailed it. <laughs> guy yeah. who's supposed to be it like helps. a Scottish it, guy. It, it helps set the tone. Yeah, so those are those are the things. And I think the third thing that stands out to me, this versus Bachelor in Paradise, this versus mm -hmm. the many other shows that have tried to capitalize on the summer fling uh, yeah. dating television show, is this show is just trying to screw people over. It, the, yes. the like coupling is so much more frenetic and brutal and people move on in an instant and 
they force them to couple up just so you know who's getting screwed over. Yeah. Like, they'll this put is... two people together that will be like, at first, they'll be like, oh, yeah, we're totally just did it to be friends. And then when one of them gets screwed over two days later, mm-hmm. that's the that's what I love about it. This is probably, you're you're so right to point this out, because Love Island has a format, like... You know, 11 people come into a house and then they couple up and they have to stay in couples. And then at the end, the audience votes on their favorite couple. But within that format, the rules are ever changing and they change. (laughs) They change in a way specifically to screw with people. You know, it's just like you never know when the rules are going to change you. So you can't you can't act accordingly. You can't strategize really like one week the audience will be in charge of voting someone off. And then the next week, they'll be like, actually, the audience voted for two people and you, the contestants, now have to choose who's going to go home. And it's just brutal. It's like, I don't, I don't know how they deal with it. And like, if you look at The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, they had this very regimented, oh, first yeah. their hometown dates, first there. And you're right, it's, I'm actually like trying to, I'll be watching the episode and I'll be looking it up like, is that what, do they, do, <laughs> The fans vote people off or they pick people who leave or how does this work? It changes. And it's, I think that's part of the fact that it's airing every day is like they can assess which things would be funniest. They can play Mm -hmm. off of which like relationships need to be attacked. Like I get the sense that the, you know, you mentioned that they introduce people day after day. Yeah. I really do get the sense. It's like they're just waiting there. Yeah, right. And they're like, all right. Now's the time when it would be absolutely funniest to introduce two new people into this mix of like situations and it works and, and they're so mean about it and I love it. Yeah. It's like, I I think in season one, it happens with, uh, shoot, I can't remember his name. He's a giant man who has huge gauge earrings. Oh, I remember the gauge earrings guy. Yes. They call him, they call him geese. They call him geezer a lot. Um, cause he's just, he's 30 instead of 24. I feel like um, geezer is also just a thing British people might call each other. It's yeah, it's it's just a term of endearment between it's like bro. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but he's he like towards the end of the season he's like falling in love quote unquote with with a girl and they're like becoming so tight knit. And then the next episode they send in his ex-girlfriend. Yes, I remember this. <laughs> I forgot about this until it's just, just now. It's just crazy. It's like, do, do you think he went on the show and, like, after that, they were like, things are going well here. Like, let's, like, send a DM to his yeah. ex-girlfriend and see if let's she'd be willing his, to Instagram fly down. Page. Yeah, I they, think so. I mean, maybe. I don't know how they do it. They they do it in later seasons, too, where they find someone's ex and bring them on the show. I, I It's the type of thing that on The Bachelor they would have had to, like, get in the first, like, two episodes. Right, like, like imagine if Jed's girlfriend came on this season. Right now, right yes. now, like yes. now that all this stuff is out. Because there have been moments on the, like, in, like, past seasons where, uh, like, I remember on Rachel's season of The Bachelor, at there was mm-hmm. a guy that she had, like, gone to camp with or something. And that right. was done in the first episode. Right, and that yeah, storyline's yeah. done. Like, because you're obviously not going to go far with this person that you've... There have been time on Nick's season, there was a girl who he'd hooked up with in the past. Mm-hmm. And it's over like that. Because, like, obviously, yeah. you're not interested in spending... They 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 get brutal with it by picking which people need to be screwed over. 
through the way. I also remember from the one season of the British Love Island that I watched, you're told the whole time that there's a winner at the end. Mm-hmm. And they didn't tell the people how the winner would be decided until the very last episode. <laughs> yes. And then in the last like 10 minutes of the episode, they're like, um, uh, it, it was the same premise as Bachelor Pad, which used to be on TV here. Yeah. Where it was like, you can decide whether uh, the it was the um, the prisoner's dilemma. They're like, you yes. can either say that you want to split the money or one of you keeps it or none of you get it. But none of them had been told that this was coming for the entire season and they just sprung mm-hmm. it on them. And yeah. it was like, did you did you know this was going to happen the whole time? Or did you just decide 10 minutes ago that this would be the funniest way for this season to end? And That's the thing, I, you don't know. And it's just like, it. it's amazing. I, I guess like a show was going to do this eventually because so much of reality, especially competition reality show, is like people figuring out the game and sort of exploiting exploiting it. Like Survivor on even even The Bachelor, it's like that's where the that's where the not here for the right reasons thing comes from is people who have figured out the game and figured out how to exploit the format. And this, there's barely a format, and you, you don't just, know what the right reasons at, are. <laughs> you're at the mercy. You're at the mercy of the show, and it just takes advantage of you in every way. And it's God, it's good TV. Before we move on, let's take a quick break. Your stomach is rumbling. You need something to fill it. Hunger strikes so aggressively that it's easy to grab from the nearest stack. Donuts in the break room, a bag of vending machine goodies, or a muffin from the downstairs cafe. But when you're in need of a quick, tasty treat, there's only one set of numbers you need to remember. 90-10-1. 90 calories, 10 grams of protein, 1 gram of sugar. These are the numbers of Protein 1, a bar that fills you up without loading you up. Available in tasty flavors that will help kick your cravings. Chocolate chip, peanut butter chocolate, chocolate fudge, and strawberries and cream. Try Protein One for your next snack emergency. Available at all major retails, Walmart, Target, local grocery store, and Amazon. Looking to elevate your home style but feeling hemmed in by square footage? Article's beautiful modern furniture helps you make a big design impact, even within a small space, so you never have to compromise on great style. Article is the easiest way to buy beautiful modern furniture and save 30% over traditional prices. They cut out the middleman to sell you their goods directly and keep prices low. That means no showrooms, no salespeople, and no retail markups. Article focuses on quality and construction, offering beautifully crafted contemporary pieces at fair prices. Article offers fast, flat-rate shipping to anywhere in the U.S. and Canada, starting at just $49, with free basic shipping on orders over $999 and additional options for in-room delivery and assembly assistance. In-stock items will be delivered in two weeks or less, and you get $30 to return or exchange. Article is offering $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more when you visit article.com slash bachelor. Go to article.com slash bachelor, and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash bachelor to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. I've never watched an episode of Love Island's British or American and, and been like, oh, yeah, this is the right strategy Yeah, that this yeah. person should be taking. Cause then, it's so hard to tell. Th- do you think you as a someone who has watched, who has devoted, yeah. you know, three or four hundred <laughs> hours of your sure. life? <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, how well do you think that the American version has been adapted from the British version? Is it Has it been successful in its first week and a half? 
I would say overall, it's been more successful than I thought it was going to be. Um, huh. I, I think like a huge drawback that it was just a thing that was that was bound to happen is the fact that the American Love Island version stars American people and not British people. That's that's a huge <laughs> disappointment for me. It's personally. a huge thing. Like the joy, I would say my my supreme joy of watching the UK version is just like watching British people and just listening to them talk. Pure uncut British people. And this isn't like a scripted show. It's the only show in all of England that does not have Olivia Coleman on it. (laughs) Right. And And they're just like, yeah, they're from Geordie Shore. They're from Essex and they're from, uh, there's some Scouse in there. I'm I'm so passionate about regional British accents. Like I love I've them. learned. I've learned so much from watching this show. I've learned about the divisions within the UK. So really it's like been a great sociological experience for you. You're you're in it mainly honestly, for the academic yeah. learning about the different <laughs> exactly. regions of exactly. England and the I'm different sociopolitical breakdowns. I've put enough PhD research into this. Um but yeah, so you know, the US version doesn't it it has American people who, you know, we've devastating. It's tough. It's really tough, you know, and they're the names alone are just like the worst American things I've ever heard. Whether there's a, there, the American version has a cashel. Cashel. What the fuck? <laughs> That's not a name. There's also like a, at least seven instances where people don't know what to call cashel. They're like, Fair, is honestly. he cash? Yeah. Is he cashel? They've started doing cash, which is which. Is yeah, I'm surprised thing. he didn't. Le- you know, it's hard though. If your name is Cashel, if your parents decided you're Cashel Gradadaro, do you walk <laughs> up to people and say, "Hey, my name's Cash"? Do you say, "Hey, my name's <sighs> Cashel"? Someone called him Cashew, I think. That which, like, I that's honestly understandable. There's also <laughs> a guy named Weston. And Weston, yes. Weston is a, is a self-professed cowboy. But doesn't really seem like much of a cowboy to me, honestly. Besides wearing cowboy hats. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think that's a thing. I mean, I, 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 I trust Lil Nas X's cowboy credentials <laughs> more than Weston's. Have you seen Weston's tattoo? I haven't. What is it? So it's, it's a skull. And then the skull has yeah. Yeah. a Already, Native American. This is worse than the British, <laughs> right? The skull has a Native American headdress, but instead of feathers, the headdress is made out of AK-47s. That is the worst thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Isn't that awful? <laughs> I have never heard so, anything like that. So yeah, watching. <laughs> oh, so it's got a, he's got a gun headdress. A, like yes. wh- how many people is this? Oh my god, that's it's tough. The British show might have had ear gauges, right? Which and it's just like mildly upsetting. But as oh an god. American watching the UK version, there's no risk of like feeling this sort of like uh, this sort of shame, you know? <laughs> there's oh, no, no we're, like we're getting no, all like, oh. we're getting all 2019 and <laughs> well, just like as an American watching the American version, it's like these people are sort of representative of my country. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to, like, be too serious about it, but, like, that, that factors into the viewing experience. Whereas watching the British version, there's none of that, and it's a really simple experience for me. Watching the British just, version 
feels like you're on vacation a little bit and watching the yes. American version feels like you're just at a bar that you might hate where yes. annoying people are trying to hook up with each other. And just the slang is way worse. Like uh, as Americans, we got to do better with our slang. I'm We've got to watch Love Island mandatory and just like try and like get some of the language. Tea and vibes are the the main slang being used in the American version. And that they just say sucks. tea so much. And so much. I, I understand that that's a word that's part of our vocabulary. And when you sparingly, I appreciate it. Man, we we took tea from the British, didn't we? <laughs> we did. We, we that's right, baby. Him. That's right. Damn, Alex Morgan was actually doing a shocking cell phone <laughs> on America with her. That's the tea celebration. And yeah, the, there was the guy who was like, I'm not really into personality. I'm not really into looks. I'm into vibes. And that's I think that was one casual. of the that's that, yeah, wow. Casual My is enemy. The, he I also hate, I hate casual. <laughs> uh, he also described himself as a walking contradiction. Sure. Which like Oh, my God. Yeah. So I think a main problem here is like when you're watching um, like somewhat embarrassing, trashy British people, it's like, oh, that's what embarrassing, trashy people from other Mm -hmm. countries look like. Mm -hmm. And when you're watching embarrassing, trashy American people, well, we've seen them before. Yeah. It's just a little. You've met Cashels (laughs) before. You've met Westons before. Yeah. We've seen their bad posts online. And now we're having to watch it on reality TV. So yeah, that's a bummer. Is there anything you think that's been adapted well? This, the last week, week and a half or so, has been kind of a testament to how good the format is. Um, The lack of format. Right. The (laughs) lack of the format slash no format is just like, you you can put it in any other country. Which speaking of, I've heard the Australian Love Island is the best one. Oh, God, dude, don't do this, man. <laughs> don't do this, man. Andrew, um, I need you. You have a, you have a job. I you know. have family. You have, you have people who love you, and you're just going to be like, oh, the but finished so, Love Island. <laughs> but, yeah, the format is is just good enough to carry it just to be a good reality show. You, did you see, we're recording this on Thursday. Did you see Wednesday night's episode? So, Part of the problem with there being a, a show that's on every single night is I've watched seven of the eight episodes. You missed but it. But I haven't watched last night's episode. What happened? So let me tell you what happened. You know, the two new girls came in. Uh, yes. Kristen, Kristen who spells her name. She put, spells her name like Kristen Press, which is just huge. Um, they both came in and it was the first time that the guys kind of had the power to pick who they wanted. And so they get a text that says you're going to have to recouple tonight and the two girls who don't get don't get picked are going to be at risk to leave the island so that's those were the stakes that were outlined so we get to the recoupling and you're like oh i wonder like maybe the fans are going to have to vote one of the two people out like what's going to happen and two guys pick the two new girls and leave uh, i think her name's alana and mallory leave them on the sidelines and then they get another text and it says both of you have been dumped from the island they said they just changed <laughs> up on them in the last 15 minutes so the guys didn't know these stakes you know and i think if they did they would have their sort of conscience would have kicked in and been like you can't send home alana like yeah they've been dating for the first two weeks of the show and then you can't 
But he, they wouldn't they have made that choice. This. Yeah. Yeah. But because they didn't know this, they went with their guts, picked new girls, and <laughs> the two girls got sent home. And all the guys were like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, but the thing is, they were also kind of okay with it, weren't they? Probably. I mean, That's like, the great thing about this the, show. Yeah. Like, the lifespan of a of drama in Love Island literally is 24 hours and then a new thing happens. When the next and because you live in this house so close together, you're forced to actually resolve conflict rather than like put it off and be passive aggressive about it. You're supposed you you have to squash it or else like it's going to be impossible to live. So, yeah, like I'm sure next episode Yamin and uh Weston who dumped these two girls are they're gonna forget about they're it. They're gonna get over it. <laughs> like it's not gonna be too bad. So but that's just an example of how this lack of format is just like a beautiful thing and like just creates drama where you don't even expect it to happen. In you mind in your mind, do you think there was a Love Island person waiting to see who they picked? It, it's possible, you know? And then decided, oh yeah, we don't really care about these two people, get them off the show. Exactly. The show is so tailored to just doing whatever it needs to do to garner the most drama. Like it's, we'll do it live, the TV show. (laughs) Yes. It's remarkable. I, I, and that's, it, it's sort of, how do you get a show to become part of someone's daily life? And it, the American version isn't quite there for me yet. Yeah. But like the idea of someone like being there and if you didn't watch the show, you won't be able to vote and pick who's gone the next episode mm-hmm. 12 hours from now. I, I think that's what you need to just change things up every second. It's interesting. Like American viewers are not trained in this way to sort of, I mean, I think big brother watchers are probably the only people who are going to be devoting their daily routine to a show. Um, and that's and big brother is also an English thing. Yes, exactly. And so just British people are, they're more attuned to this kind of experience. And I, the UK Love Island is no lie, the most popular show in, in, in the UK. It's not just reality show, most popular show, period. Because it's, it has become this thing where you watch it, you, you're on Twitter while you're watching it, you're commenting, you're voting, and you're reacting to it all in real time with a large swath of the population. That doesn't exist with the U.S. version yet, but it didn't really exist with the first season of the U.K. version. So, I don't know. We'll see. But I, mean, I will say, have did have you voted? I I downloaded the app. I'm prepared <laughs> to too. vote. They got me. Yeah, I, I'm like, I turned on notifications so that I could <laughs> be ready to vote the next time there is like... Uh, and and so far they haven't had any elimination votes on the Love Island. No. Yeah. On, on they had like choose which of these people you think should go on dates with each yes. other. It's it's fun. It's fun to be able to vote. I like that part. I'm curious. Uh, I'm curious to see how American voting differs from British voting. Because on I the f- British one, they can send people home. Yeah, but also I feel like in watching the seasons, I'm always surprised that. There's no, like, troll voting. Like, it seems that the public votes, like, pretty earnestly. (laughs) Like, there's no Sanjaya shit happening. Whereas in America, I think a lot of viewers are going to be like, it would just be hilarious to send this person home. Because it would just cause so much problems. 
I don't know. I've never gotten into like the like American Idol, America's Got Talent, like let's vote the voice. But I, I always felt like like there are people sitting at home, you know, maybe older people who are just very earnestly like yeah. trying to pick the most talented human being. And this uh-huh. is a show that obviously caters to a younger generation because it's kind of like a lot. It's just a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We haven't Another- even talked about the the censorship stuff. Yeah. Or the I lack like of censorship. That's also a difference between the Huge. UK version and the American version, right? Yeah. The UK, you can you can swear on TV. So... There's no, there's no beeps. Um, in the UK, from what I can tell from watching this show only, you can show a unreal amount of sexual activity between two people. And also you can air the, an unreal amount of audio between two people. It's disgusting. <laughs> Are you saying it's like literally disgusting or it's like... It like, grosses me out a little bit. I'm upset by the things I've heard watching Love Island. Is this a, are you allowed to elaborate here or are we on like a, is there, <laughs> Craig, are you allowed to say that there's a, like, let's what, just like, say you can hear skin making contact with skin. Oh, there's a, frequently. There's like, you get the clapping. You get the clapping. Okay. Yeah. Which is like a gross thing to hear. Yeah, it's, I remember, so the first time I was exposed to Love Island, probably not the best word. (laughs) That's the right word. (laughs) I was uh, on vacation in Ireland with my girlfriend a few years ago, and this show was on TV on like a regular TV channel. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, this, this, they have, they have sex. Oh yeah. And they have a night camera. Oh yeah. That's filming these people having sex. And uh-huh. like, there's no, there's no penis, but like, no. they're, they're, it's like on, on the bachelor, they will have the camera person shows the person closing the door yeah, and the fantasy suites episode of the bachelor, which just happened on Monday. That's still pretty like scandalous. Yeah. Like the fact that they're even talking about the fact that there is actual the birds, sexual intercourse. The literal birds and the bees. Yeah. They show a bird. They, <laughs> they show a bee. Like, like the most euphemistic the most euphemistic sexual discussion mm-hmm. possible. Yeah. And I was just sitting there in Ireland, like, did I, like, <laughs> what channel Is am I watching right now? And it's like an, it's like a regular over-the-air channel that every person yeah. in Ireland or— This is the most popular show in UK TV. Yes. The, and, they're, and, uh, they're watching this. They're listening to this clapping sound. And so— That they, doesn't exist in America. They still show them on the night vision here. Yeah. Yeah. So far— I mean, I guess we'll see. We'll see how much they're willing to show because I don't think anyone's anyone's gotten freaky like that. But um, so far, it's just been sweet kissing. Before we move on, let's take another quick break. Griffin makes it easy to wake up rested and happy with the world's most comfortable sheets and duvets. They'll give you the most comfortable sleep of your life. All of Griffin's bedding is made with premium quality Sapima cotton, and everything from their materials to their facilities is evaluated to the highest standard. Because Griffin owns their entire manufacturing process, they control every detail that can change the way you sleep, and they've had over 200 years to perfect their craft. Refinery29 recently described Griffin as bedding that you can feel good in and about. For a limited time, you get to try the sheets for free for 30 days, no strings attached. If you don't like them, send them back and you won't be charged. Griffin makes bedding that you can feel good in and about. That's 
griffinhome.com or search Griffin Home and use code BACHELOR at checkout. That's G-R-Y-F-O-N home.com and use code BACHELOR. So they sleep in a room with everyone else. (laughs) So like their behavior is a little bit different because they know that there are other people around them. But also what this show kind of tricks people into is thinking that when they're not around other people, (laughs) that they're alone. Right. You know, like they'll they'll have something that they won't say in front of the group and then they'll pull someone aside and they'll say it. And you're thinking like, Every part of this is on camera. <laughs> there are the 50, entire villas. <laughs> Everything is mic'd. Everything is on camera. You can't whisper something and get away with it because no. it is on television. And even if you hit it from the one person who's over there, you did not hit hide it from the entire nation. Yeah. <laughs> from everyone Some of whom who's are coming a- to the villa. Yes. Some of them will be here and will know that you just <laughs> did that. And then eventually this show will be over and you'll have to go home and people will still be able to watch it on Hulu mm-hmm. 4,000 miles away <laughs> right. that you just did this. It's that's, that's, that's something that on The Bachelor, they know they're always being watched, but you can tell there are times when they're on and when they're off. Yeah. On The, the on Bachelor, the bachelor there's all, like they, the moment where they group them together and let's sit yeah, around a table right. and let's have a chat where we talk about the day. And it all seems kind of forced. On on Love Island, there's like a, a real Truman Show vibe there where the cameras yes. are inside of the things. Every once in a while, you can see like a little drone camera peeping in on them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like they, they just have to treat the brief moments where they're one-on-one as their private time because otherwise they're literally in a bedroom with 12 other people. Yeah. And on The, on the Bachelor, you get, you get uh, a real sense that footage is being withheld for the sake of drama um, where it'll be like, Oh, I said that to you in the other room and the show won't dot won't roll back to that because it's better if you don't know who's telling the truth. But on love Island, you don't really get that sense because I think they're better off with you knowing the truth because then they know that someone eventually is going to come in and reveal the truth. And that's better TV than the withholding. Yeah, you you get to see those lies, and I, I like that aspect of it. And um, <laughs> I <do too. laughs> yeah, and I, I just feel like it's it seems like such a daunting undertaking to have a show that is an hour of TV based off of events that happened yesterday. Yeah, I think production. There's less it's, room it's for crazy. them to edit it. Mm-hmm. They just kind of have to show you, and you do kind of get a sense that there's a lot of tedium there. And I think the tedium honestly kind of builds the drama because they they have they have nothing else to do. They have cell phones. They get the they have cell phones, but the cell phones are only seemingly hooked up to the <laughs> right. producers. I don't know like, how the cell phones work. <laughs> I've been trying to figure that out while watching this American version because they you know it'll show them like taking pictures selfies, on their yeah. phones. Yeah, it'll show that like clearly this is an iPhone that has a lot of things on. Clearly, mm-hmm. it has like a signal of some sort that allows them to get a text from the producers. Yeah. Are they like on a Wi-Fi with just like yeah. a firewall? They're on like a land. Everything. <laughs> like, is this like a, yeah, is it a landline that can, uh, yeah, how do, I, I've been thinking about that a lot. Um, the logistics, like you said, with the clocks that don't show the right time, a little bit horrifying. 
It's a uh, it's a little bit like veering from reality show into just straight up psychological experiment, um, mm. and just seeing how people react to harsh conditions, which is a little dark. And you know, we have we the Ringer did a story on a couple contestants who you know they they did kill themselves. They committed suicide. Um, and on the UK version, well, yeah, yeah the on, UK, on the UK on the UK version. Um, so you know, the, it, it does have this dark darker side and they are reportedly upping their their mental health protocol but yeah in in terms of a reality show that that you can turn your brain off to my god i i think it's the peak i think it's the peak i i don't want to that was a bad transition (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry it's it is they they have maximized the emotional like Like, the fact that there's no format, the fact that these people are trapped, the fact that everything they say is heard by everyone else in the world, they can't hide. They're they're really maximizing that, like, amount of emotional trauma they can have on people. I guess they need to find that line that's in between, like, this is funny and, oh, God, what are we doing here? I think they've they've hit it. I don't. I don't get the sense that they're gonna go further. I don't want to see them go further. And I think also the the awareness of what the show entails is just getting higher as the show gains popularity. So people know a little bit more what they're signing up for, both in terms of what they're gonna experience on the show and what they're gonna experience when they go back into the real world, just because so many people watch this show and put so much passion behind it. Yeah, so that's it's yeah. not just the experience that's like a little bit disconcerting for them. It's also coming out of it and realizing that an entire nation of people exactly has yeah. watched every single moment of this. Yeah. So far, only 2 million people are watching in the U.S. So, <laughs> Which is like, even though we're a larger country, that's a lot lower than the amount of people watching in, in England. Yep. Yeah. So it's, it's, a, niche, it's a niche interest. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's below The Bachelor... Uh, it's working on that. And, and like, it that's another sort of weird difference. You know, here in America, there's the whole Bachelor Nation thing where mm-hmm. if you're on The Bachelor, you're on The Bachelorette, you yeah. get to go on Bachelor in Paradise and you step into this little niche world of celebrity and the that that world of celebrity that they're stepping into on the Love Island UK is much higher because yeah. it, it is, like you said, the most popular show on TV. They're I'm like interested. actual celebrities and not yeah. just like in this weird corner of the world celebrities. I, sh- I should have started tracking it. Like I'm curious to see how many more Instagram followers like Caro gets because oh, she's Caro's on. awful. Does <laughs> Caro is trying to be Cardi B, right? Is um, that what's happening? The, the announcer made that joke. I just don't like the way she speaks in a high-pitched voice a lot of the time. Yes. Like she's trying to do the occur thing. Uh, I, it's it. It's not as charming as Cardi B. It certainly is not. You're right about that. It, it is nowhere near. I I would prefer it if we did not compare these two individuals anymore. <laughs> this brings us back to American quite, people are annoying. Is my yes. main is my main drawback of the American version. And uh yeah, and uh, God, Carol. Uh, <laughs> I just uh, she was uh, in a relationship with a dreaded Cashel for two seconds. What a couple. Uh, even though <laughs> he walked onto the show and picked her first, even though she did not, she explicitly said that she did not like him. 
And then 24 hours later, she wrapped him around him with her legs and said, like, I'm, like, starting to, like, think this is a serious relationship. And then 24 hours after that, he broke up with her. Mm -hmm. Just a great—that's— the, that would take an entire season of Bachelor in Paradise to develop. <laughs> yeah. And they got Things it in 48 fast. hours, just <laughs> yeah. like that. So that's that's part of the beauty of it. Is there anything else that strikes you as like a, a thing that gives this the potential to succeed or fail based on what seems different from the highly addictive British version? Um, you know, I think I think it's going to catch on a little bit I, but it's really one of these things where you're almost sort of like you're beaten down by it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, like the first few episodes, even with the UK version, you watch the first two episodes, you're like, oh, this is an an entertaining show. These British people are funny. And then somehow (laughs) if you stick with it, you're 30 episodes in and you're like, I would die for Jonathan and Hannah. And it does just, it requires investment. And I'm not convinced that American viewers are interested in investment when it comes to TV. I think it's more of like, however, you can get it quick. And if you can just put in two hours a week, like that's that's the most. Like two hours a week of The Bachelor sometimes feels like too much. So five hours of Love Island every day where you have to stick with it to stay up is a tough ask. I th- I'm glad CBS is taking the swing. Um, you know, I, 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 think it, I think the UK version is probably going to be the most successful one. I've enjoyed the first two weeks of this show. Yeah, me too. Um, but yeah, it, it asks for this level of buy-in that's like unreal. Yeah, it's and like, yeah, it is. It's homework. It, it, it yeah, it's like oh, what do I have to do today? Got to walk the dogs. <laughs> got to watch. Got to watch Love Island. I will and, say, if you if you start it fifteen minutes late, you get to fast forward through everything. It goes by so much faster, and you still get the window of voting. So that's the way I'd recommend watching it. The Love Island expert chimes in. There it is. It's my expert opinion. I can tell you're excited about the voting because you've watched all oh, these seasons. so ready. Because you've been watching all these seasons that take place across the ocean in the past. I can't wait to like, send someone home. I can't wait for you to do it either. <laughs> I'm so excited. All right. This has been our trip to Love Island, and we'll be heading back to The Bachelor next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. When hunger strikes, just remember this set of numbers, 90, 10, 1. 90 calories, 10 grams of protein, 1 gram of sugar. Those are the numbers of Protein One, a bar that fills you up without loading you up. Available in four tasty flavors that will help kick your cravings. Try Protein One for your next snack emergency. Available at all major retails, Walmart, Target, your local grocery store, or Amazon.